So I'm delighted this afternoon to be with Ben Richards. Ben Richards of Aura Architecture, Hello. Aura Homes. And uh, Ben, I will be with you in just a moment. I'm just going into the uh, Facebook streaming service. So mm -hmm. we'll be back on as long as Zoom and Facebook are compatible, but there's demand. And I think there's just a little bit too much. No, no, I think you this in? afternoon or almost. So let me put remote work in and architecture development as the title. So hopefully it will go live. Yeah, we're, we're, we're live. So yeah, yeah. cool. Brilliant. Thanks, Ben. So look, I, I, I've learned quite a bit from you over the last 15 minutes. Um, and I'm sure other companies can do so as well. Uh, we were talking about log me in. I know there's a lot more than log me in, but it's interesting because one of the things I understand speaking to architects is that you need a far superior laptop or far superior computer technology than what I can get away with or what 99% or maybe it's 90% or certainly. Yeah, I mean, generally you need your decent graphics cards um, and relatively powerful machines to run the sort of 3D software and CAD software that we use, yeah. So look, and, and that, that was my real first question, how are you able to effectively work from home? And you discussed what's called log me in. Now I haven't really yeah. gone into too much detail about or architecture, I've gone straight into the content. So let me just take a brief uh, break and just introduce yourself. Sure. Aurahomes.co.uk is your website. You're based in Clapham. Yeah. Well, you're based globally anywhere to, right now using this type of technology <laughs> yeah. and digital. Digital. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're based in Clapham. We work all um, anywhere inside the M25 and home counties, just slightly further afield. So um, predominantly on house extensions, full house remodeling, basements, loft conversions, things like that. And we also work with small to medium uh, property developers on schemes, typically between, uh, well, up to about 25 units, whether that be sort of commercial conversions, land, new builds, um, and anything in between, really. I was going to say to you, um, I've tried to tag Jack into that message mm -hmm. on Facebook. So I've tagged Jack because he, he's your partner in, in another company which you run, which is called EXP. Uh, property investment so you understand Correct. it both from an architectural perspective engineering perspective because your background is an architectural engineer correct yeah so i think um, one of the benefits as as an architectural practice that we have is that myself and um, my team either have worked in-house for developers or are uh, developers in their own right in terms of uh, myself and an exp property um, and also my sort of senior architect iris worked in-house for a, um, an architect uh, for a property developer and sophie one of my other architects does her own uh, refurbishments and investments on the side as well so we come at it from a uh, commercial uh, mentality as well as from a design aspect which you'd expect from a, an architect or designer so look even though you've got all this technology, which is called log me in, or that's part of it, and yeah. part of your monthly package, that it's a lot more than just having the right tech as well, remote control working. 
Um, but yeah, and you gave a fascinating story, if we can just go into it, about mm-hmm. a period of five, six months being away when you started. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll touch briefly on that. So, so I started Aura back in uh, May 17. Um, and in October 17, myself and my now wife went traveling for five months. So um, within the five months that I was working in the UK, um, I employed two people. Um, to be the eyes and ears on the ground, um, you know, generally doing the day-to-day work. Um, and my role as, as as owner, as sort of manager, managing director was to oversee that. Um, but I was halfway around the world. So from, from day one, really, of setting up the business, it was all about, okay, how do we create a remote working atmosphere? Um, all of our systems are cloud-based. Um, I've got remote access capabilities into um, my team's computers. Um, so it's, it's this change when everyone's working from home using video chat, using screen sharing capabilities, that's not new to us. You know, we've been doing that for the last three years. Um, and that's how we generally communicate between each other anyway. Look, how have you created structure though in your day to day activities? Because working from home struggled. (laughs) If I turn off this background, you can see my kitchen and the the sink and the mess that's by the side of it. So I'm going to keep that. Uh, yeah that's why i like these virtual backgrounds to say the least yeah um because they, they they can do a lot to say that you know that they're great in terms of the uh, background but my, my key question is how can you create you know order in chaos when i say chaos i'm talking about coronavirus and chaos may be too strong a word for coronavirus but it's yeah. certainly impactful yeah i think we in terms of our team structure every monday morning as normal we have a we have a, a team meeting that's obviously now via video chat but zoom microsoft teams all of those um, softwares are, are great at facilitating that we can share screens between each other um, obviously being an architectural practice it's a very visual um, business so being able to see what other people are seeing at the same time is is fundamentally um, important to what we do so um, having these technologies is is fantastic so Monday morning we have our team meetings um, and that then sets the action points for the rest of the week Um, I've got to catch up after this with Iris my senior architect so we do that every Friday just to catch up on what's been done in the week Um, so everyone's you know set their targets very early on and set their action points um, so targets is one key thing so yeah you know you need each person needs to know what needs to be completed this week so it's you know after our team meeting on monday i sent around an email with uh you know each team member and the actions that they need to complete this week and the targets to um to achieve so um you know i, I think that's important irrespective of what the business and the sector is everyone needs kpis everyone needs targets everyone needs action points to hit so look targets is one key thing what's your schedule like for during the week how can do you create a rigid schedule semi-rigid schedule no no well i'm i'm as you know i'm i'm only recently back from a two-week honeymoon that was cut short so um this week has been all about just getting back up to speed you know it's been realistically sort of 10 to 12 hour days um on the kitchen table in front of the computer screens trying to just um get up to speed with the backlog fight the fires that seem to be coming in with our development business we're struggling with a lot of lending um so it's you know speaking to investors speaking to banks um you know on the phone to um jack regularly to update each other on what's going on um but it's uh 
yes, yeah, it's, it's been a busy week so far. I can't do believe you, it's Friday already. But do you think it's possibly more impactful on your development business than the architectural practice? Yeah, it, it definitely has been. Um, we actually picked up a really big job last week architecturally. Um, and I've had a couple of other previous clients ring me in the last two days um, asking for quotes for some stuff. So it, predominantly with the architectural stuff, um, property development is still moving because they've, they've got to continue pushing through. Um, we can do all the design, the um, space planning, the planning applications remotely. So all of that is continuing to churn away. The difficulty that we're having with our development business is a lot of lenders are pulling out. We're refinancing two of our projects or or meant to be refinancing two of our projects in the next three months. Um, And people seem to be pulling the plug. Shawbrook pulled the plug on us earlier today for one of our schemes. Um, So it's now back to the drawing board for that. So um, yeah, it's definitely harder times with the development stuff um with sites being closed as well you know your your uh well some sites being closed our reading project which we're actually crowdfunding um is pushing forward as much as we can do with the limited material supply that we have got so luckily our, our builders planned ahead and managed to get as much um supplies in as possible to to continue going but at some point if things don't open up again he is going to run out so look in terms of design uh, we've covered briefly, and I'm sure we're going to cover that more on Monday, Monday morning at 10 a.m. Yep. Um, 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. It's co-hosted by Jack. It's got yourself, Paul Higgs, uh, John Howard. John may not be that well known to some of my audience. He's responsible for what's called uh, the Wine Rack, which is uh, 18 stories higher. I thought it was 2022. 2020 is important because anything which is 20 or above is classed as a tall building. Mm-hmm. Um, and below He's a very 20- interesting character. He spoke at one of your events earlier in the year, which was um, very inspirational. And uh, yeah, I look forward to discussing things with him on Monday. Yeah, so look, he's going to join us on Monday. Uh, I know Daryl from Lendwell is going to be joining us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to cover the planning aspect, it's interesting yeah. you, you shared with me um, what what's happening in planning and planners that for local councils haven't stopped yet. Yeah, no, things uh, things are still moving. I was I was sent an interesting PDF earlier in the week, which was the sort of COVID nineteen um, uh, essentially plan of attack for. Um, council so it's, it's their working arrangements um, each borough council um, is is highlighted in the pdf and then it's got um, you know columns essentially saying who's doing what i.e from a remote working setup um, virtual meetings virtual site visits whether or not they're progressing applications all of the councils are still progressing applications it's as simple as that um, all of them are working from home so planning officers will planning officers will still be working on on your schemes um, they just can't do the site visits that they originally would have done at this time. So um, we actually had an email from a planning officer, or I had an email from a planning officer on Sunday night at half past 10 in the evening, um, responding to one of our pre-app inquiries, which, you know, I've never seen a planning officer email me on a Sunday night at 10.30. It's outrageous. So, you know, they're, they're all busy still working. Um, I'd imagine their workload is, is even greater. Um, but things are still moving. So for me, um, and this is where a lot of our, our marketing budget is now being spent in the next couple of months, um, it, it, the, the message is 
design and planning is still moving. Uh, this is the time really where everyone's stuck in their home. If you've got a measurement survey carried out on your property, um, we can design it from in front of our desktops. We don't need to be out on site. We can have video, you know, I had a video call with Rod Turner, who's one of my clients earlier in the week. We shared our screen with him. Uh, we talked through our ideas of how we're going to amend his scheme. Um, so all of these things can be done very remotely. So Ben, I just want to say a massive thanks for taking time out this afternoon. No People can reach you through aurahomes.co.uk and yep. join us on Monday morning, 10 a.m. And I just want to say massive thanks to Jack as well for taking time out on Monday also. So um, Ben, just massive thanks for taking time out this afternoon. No to the listeners, a call of um, action. If there's a person you want me to interview, whether it's one of my sponsors like or architecture, or whether it's someone who's not a sponsor, whether they're based in UK or, or US, I'm already in talks with uh, someone who's raised half a billion in the US. Can't guarantee he's going to be on my channel. Um, I'd imagine so, to be fair. I uh, don't have much hesitation. Um, but um, yeah, please let me know. Um, so massive, massive thanks um, for joining myself this afternoon. Thank you.